Welcome back to Walker in the Wastes. Where last we left our epic heroes, um, some of them had been woken up in the night by strange noises in the blizzard. Perfectly normal noises. Alexander, however, can see the uh, blue-skinned, eight-foot-tall, shambling horror with Sam's face lurching towards the hunting lodge. Uh, we are in initiative to start with. Isn't this exciting? Well, the initiative turn order is open and everything. Oh yeah, Alex. To to note, Alex has already screamed at this point. They have. They have <laughs> indeed already screamed like um, a woman. I'm still at. So one thing. You are still asleep. Good. Good. Doctor Barrow is still asleep. Naveen is running into the corridor towards Alexander's bedroom, and Victor had just woken Elwood up. But has Who's it left Sam Dingo? <laughs> I was literally about to as I heard the scream, but yes. Sam Dingo. Sam Dingo. Yeah, Sam Dingo. Is, is that... Is that is, are they related to Meshach, Shebak, or Abednego? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, I don't know. Sure, why not? Yeah, let's just say yeah. <laughs> no, Bundle. No. It's the, it's the Bible, you heathens. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible has no place in my cosmic horror story. I, I think I once used a Bible as as like a, a door rest in a hotel. I'm not anyway, it is Alexander's turn. This terrifying visage is stumbling towards you, and you were in your 1920s nightgown. Sure. <laughs> um, I sent you pictures of what your nightgown clearly would look the like. The same photo you sent me, Russet. We can't all <laughs> the same one. And you clearly bought them from the same shop. How else are you supposed to be elegant ladies covered up at night? <laughs> Alexander's not an elegant lady. She's on in Long John's. You're in Long John's. Manly Long John's. <laughs> it's cold. Um, uh, I grab my handgun from the bedside table. Yeah, cool. That and I your... open fire. <laughs> uh, you can't open fire as you have to run and grab it. It's. You're standing by the window. You have to grab it. My bed's grabbing. A... Grabbing your gun is an action. It's a full action to grab my gun. It is indeed. Oh Sorry. Jesus balls! Um, okay, I use my full action to grab my gun. <laughs> You can scream and move, you just can't grab weapon and fire it. I'm going to note right now that I didn't actually go to sleep and wasn't woken up in the last game. I was still working. And I'm therefore still dressed. Including what I wear underneath the jacket. An elegant gown? I'm not commenting. You know full well, but I'm not going to comment. Uh, Is it like Mark V like uh, armoured plating or something? What is Fucking that? Fallout Force power suit. Victor, <laughs> you've heard someone scream, you're awake, you've shaken Elwood awake. What are you doing? Uh, uh, I would, at this point, grab my hatchet and rifle. And you grab your hatchet and rifle? Do you want to move any? Uh, yes, I would want... Ah, because we're in quite a small room, I guess, is why I can do that and move. Yeah, uh, Yeah. in which case, yeah, I start towards um, Alexander's room. Cool, you're uh, just out in the corridor. Uh, Elwood, what are you doing? Um, That would depend entirely on whether Victor actually said anything to me or just woke me up, took a gun and walked outside, at which point I might just go back to sleep. 
I think he did shake you awake and scream. Someone is screaming. Okay, in which case I will grab a gun and leave as well. <laughs> uh, you can catch up with Victor. Damn. Uh, Carissa is still fast asleep, but no one has made enough noises to wake her up again, apparently. So time to go. Lurches this way, around the side of the building. No. Oh. Uh, Dr. Bauer is asleep. Levine! Um, how far can I move? Uh, my movie thing. What's your speed? Speed is. Hang on. My speed on the sheet. Thanks, <coughs> education, magic points. Where do they put the speed on the sheet? I've never even looked at it before. Under the combat tab. Oh, okay. Can't explain it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a movement rate. It's not there. It's not generated it. Isn't it not there? Hang on. No. I don't either, actually. For... Uh, they've probably broken it when they updated the character sheet. Yeah, that makes me... Well, I can say you can get to about here and you can see the boys. Okay. And you can talk and shout and everything. What the hell's that noise? Where where is it coming from? It sounded like Alex. That was a very strange um high pitched scream for Alex, surely. He's got a good range. <laughs> uh, so you say, shall we check on it? Check yes. On I will as soon as I can move more. <laughs> hey, Alexander, what are you doing? Um, uh. um I guess I turned to the cabin, uh, turned to my bedside table, grabbed my pistol, turned back to the window, aimed at the window, and then there's nothing there. It, it has indeed disappeared. Um, I start. Climb out the window. No, no, no! I close my window and kind of look at, like, blink a few times. Um. Look around the room to see if there's any alcohol. There are not bottles of alcohol standing around in your bedroom. Oh. Um, in that case, then I guess I just settle down back to bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> must must have been the wind. <laughs> what the? the face that you saw at the window must have been the wind. What well, I know, it's gone. I went there, turned back, it's gone. Clearly, just half asleep. I've, but we won't know this until actually, we get to your room. Alex hasn't actually seen a monster yet, really. He saw a shape in the uh, in the blizzard. Yeah, Victor, do you run up to Alexander's door and hammer on it? Um, yeah, hammer on it and say, "Alex, is everything okay? Can we open the door?" Your door is locked. Oh, yeah. Any women here? 
Um, Alexander, do you have a woman in there with you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, got her over, a, uh, got her over a barrel. <laughs> um, <laughs> how the saying goes, I don't know. Um, uh, everything is quite all right. Uh, don't you worry. Uh, thought, uh, uh, I think perhaps maybe one of the girls was screaming or something. Like, so it definitely wasn't you, and there was definitely nothing to be scared of. Is that is that right, Alex? It, it, it wasn't me, and nothing to be scared of. Don't you worry. If, if you're sure, just... then, Alex, then I'll bid you good night. Good night. Does he do this often? Not that often, but, well... We've all been under stress lately. I guess it's just got to Alex a bit. Yeah, it's um, uh, it is certainly seems that way. I um, I guess I'll um, go back to bed. Good night, gentlemen. <laughs> hey, good night. Are, are you staying or doing anything, Elwood? God no! I didn't want to get up in the first place. <laughs> okay. Uh, everyone, will listen. Oh. He's nobody like, listen. No, you nobody can't listen. Nobody my listen. Wendy go. Even me? Oh, no. Uh, you need to roll me listen as with a bonus die. Oh, no. How do I listen with a bonus? So uh, I just roll. roll listen and then click the bonus button underneath. Oh, All of the failures. This is great. I'm going to have a great night's sleep. Have they moved the sheet around again? Oh, there it is. Oh. Yeah. Bonus oh. or penalty? Bonus. Oh, my God. It's going to get... Whoa! No. <laughs> okay, uh, Carissa, you are sleeping happily when all oh, the glass no. in your window shatters inwards. You sit bolt upright in bed as this gigantic hulking thing starts climbing through your window. It has blue skin. It's dressed in a tattered suit. It has um, scraggly, long black hair, and it has a caricature of Sam's face twisted on its skull as it roars and starts to climb into your room. Oh, your sanity. You know, most people would put an alarm clock in the room instead. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This this hotel is dreadful. Big room with three beds. This this hotel is dreadful. Roll sanity. Hey, so I just you, sanity. you can't knock you can't knock results. Okay, and because you've got a one, literally the best roll in the game on your listen check. I will allow you to move out of your bed as this thing scrambles in the door. Which way are you going? Uh, well, out the fucking door. <laughs> you can get to the door. Are you doing anything else? Like, perhaps screaming? Uh, can I, can I scream and get out of the door? You, 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 you can reach the door, but <laughs> you, you can't get out. Of, you can still scream. I, I scream. Um, for the benefit of the tape, I my, my character screams. I'm not screaming myself. Insert screen noise here. Now, everyone else can roll listen again, since you all abysmally failed the first time. I did, didn't, didn't, didn't. Abysmally is probably a bit strong. Uh-huh. But... I'm tired. I'm, I'm trying to get some sleep nope. here. Oh. Run oh, off a crit. I love the fact that Elwood is upset that he heard the scream. He wanted to go back to bed. Yeah. I don't blame him. I, I also wanted to go back to bed. <laughs> okay, everyone who has heard... Oh, Dr. Barrow is still fast asleep. 
Yeah. 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 It's it's probably not the first time he's he slept in a large mansion with women screaming. So that's true. It probably happens every week, you know. It's a generational yeah. thing. Yeah, Canadian politician from the twenties. Victor, Victor, did you hear that? Hmm? That was another what, what? scream. But it, it sounds definitely like Carissa screaming, and you can sort of hear like her door slam open. Okay, that Carissa was... screamed. Let's go. Okay, okay, so okay let's, let's go then. We okay. head in the other direction. We again. run down the hallway. Naveen, it's your turn. I'll move back the way I came. Uh, you see Carissa coming out of her bedroom door. I am dishevelled. <laughs> what, what is the matter? What? Why? Do, why are you screaming? There's a fuck it. But, come on, I need... What is it? You have to use words. I don't understand what you're saying. I just... I just abjectly point at the door and... Yeah, back across the corridor. Uh, do you want me to look and see if it is okay? I... <laughs> no? Gun! I... Gun! Gun! Knife! Sword! Gun! Gun, um, Alexander, what are you doing? Someone fetch me a man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right, with, with all the commotion outside uh, and and the um, and the extreme success on listen, I'm hoping that I can put on Montgomery. <laughs> Did you not have Montgomery on inside the room? I don't. I don't sleep with Montgomery on my on my oh, on my Alex, especially with a locked door. Sleep. Okay. Yeah. If the Montgomery door was... a skill or not? Because no. I'm just expecting a fail to be up. It's upside down. <laughs> oh God! Are you really gonna? Don't make me. No. Do... <laughs> I'm not going to make her do this. Thank you. At least not this time. I will keep that in um, reserve. <laughs> I want. I want to kind of burst. Uh, does the door open inwards or outwards? Inwards. I oh, thank God for that. <laughs> I'm gonna like. Unlock the door and swing it open with like much gusto, and kind of like push out my chest a little, and then see um, Victor and Elwood and kind of lose that gusto a little, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then kind of like scoot round them and run down. How far can I get down here? You can get about there. That's okay, fine. Yeah. Cool. Pistol, uh, pistol in hand. I hasten to add. I scoot along the corridor. I'm guessing I get a bit past Alex, but not yep. by much. Elwood. I'm guessing I'm the same. Dynamic duo. Wow. Well, okay, Carissa, uh, what are you doing? There's the, you can see the terrifying monster in the room. Oh, is the door still open? The door is Take still it. wide open. Oh. I I was actually a, I I I I'm so so confused and distraught that I actually forgot how to narrate then because I was about to say I'm currently Hispanic when I meant I'm currently hysterical. <laughs> because you're so hysterical, you Hispanic. I heard the same thing twice. We need more lemon No, no. Lemon fresh. <laughs> Sam, Sam not here. Sam, Sam is gone. Uh, I'm I'm still gesticulating, looking distraught. I'm like trying to move towards the rest of the group, pointing wildly at the door. 
and yammering something incoherently. You kind of move up and grab hold of Naveen's arm, yammering incoherently. Dead thing moving. Dead fuck. thing? So she's grabbing, which arm are you grabbing? Uh, the one that isn't holding the useful the weapon. third arm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Naveen does that. I mean, that might work on Alexander. But... <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm going to guess that by, by the position you've grabbed hold of the left arm. <clears throat> so, as you do that, I'm going to look around and reach into... <laughs> Just, sorry, back. guys, I need to go AFK for just a moment. I'll be right back. Oh, it's an emergency evacuation. <laughs> <laughs> it's that third leg. Now, <laughs> 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 well, please don't mention emergency evacuation tonight. I'm re listening to our masks, our Beyond the Mountains of Madness, and I've just got to the bit where me, you, my brother, and Michelle have all left the room. Let's oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it happens. And Craig is sitting there like it wasn't me, and we're yeah. all like, gone! <laughs> It's chemical warfare. <laughs> okay, so you as, fail. While Chris is grabbing the right arm, I'm reaching into my jacket. My grabbing the left arm, I'm reaching into the jacket with my right okay. arm. Um, coming staggering out into the corridor is this hulking, eight-foot-tall, blue-skinned horn thing with Sam's face like distorted on the front of it uh, Sam's alive uh, <laughs> skull uh, it is absolutely mind bogglingly terrifying roll sanity everyone Yay. except for Carissa who's already been woken up by it oh, oh my sanity's really shit crap uh oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, that's I don't know have... why I bother. That's not a good roll. I'm going to have to like look up what the critical failure... Uh, everyone who's just passed loses Instant one. Death. All I'm going to say is Smurfs have really shit taste in Halloween costumes to wear a Sam mask. Seriously. Surely they could do better. Uh, demonic yeah. Smurfs. They could have gone as Mr. Freeze. You lose two, Sanity Naveen. Lucky, lucky woman. As oh. you kind of just like, you're now clinging to Carissa's arm and screaming as well. <laughs> <laughs> Both girls are just clinging to each other in the corridor having a scream off. Scream off. Well, well <laughs> the man the men. Accent. The man men mean, will take care of this. Dr. Barrow. Dr. still asleep. Cause... It's his turn. I'm going to roll to see if he wakes up. <laughs> Fuck me. It's oh. like it's like Centrinians in here. He does get a bonus die. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Is fun. Oh. oh my god, please, Doctor Barrow. Is is this gonna be one of those evenings where there's everything Everyone half the building gets destroyed and then he turns up in just slippers going, Everyone okay? He walks down to a smouldering ruin covered in dead corpses in slippers. He's gonna wake up in a second. I don't care what listen he gets. He's definitely gonna get woken up in a minute. The gunshots will wake him up. Yeah, that's kinda yeah. what I'm hoping for. Women screaming, he's used to this. He's, it's how he sleeps, he has this little tape recording of women screaming, it helps him get off at night. 
So he's just. Excuse me. Time Life presents the Suffragettes Collection. Levine, you are currently screaming in a bit of a panic. You are at a penalty dice to anything you currently do due to error and horror. In in complete and utter terror, I will push Chris off of me and draw from the inside of my coat two Colt 45 automatics, one in each hand, and I will point them in the general direction of the creature and fire. And I have not got these in my combat for some reason. Wait, aren't they there? No. Sorry, they updated the character sheet and it does seem to have deleted a load of stuff. Jesus yeah. Christ, what's your name? Naveen or Guns of the Navarone? Hang on, I can add them in quickly. Uh, Thank you. Alt point 45s. I use the handgun skill. Hang on, I just need to open the main rule book. If you have yeah. the rule book, are you able to drag and drop stuff into the character sheet? Oh! I was open the PDF, I forgot about that. Uh, no. Uh, maybe uh, that'd be too easy. That'd be lovely if you could. Oh, I can. Uh, they're not automatic. Oh no, they're not they the are top forty-five automatics. Oh, so they are. Can I just drag them? Did that work? Fingers crossed. Something happened. Oh, something unhappened. <laughs> Hang on, let's try this again. Oh, I still need to copy my bloody possessions list from my notebook into my possessions list. You should do that. Oh, oh add them to the possessions list, but not the combat tab. Oh, oh well. Oh, well, that's Hang on. <coughs> I've got them all written down. With the exact pounds and pence. That's very good of you. Yeah, well, I didn't want to accidentally, like, cheat. I mean, I when when I kitted out Sam, I spent every dime I had, and well, I, everything from like compass to piece of string to. I've got pocket knives, twine, a tent, and a shovel. Basically, I've got everything I have in my car boot. Um, <laughs> All I needed was a paperclip. I no, have... I'm I'm joking. My car boot has two axes. I think. <laughs> I have mustache styling kit with wax, a medical case. Waterproof blanket, searchlight, folding camp bed, compass with lid, hand axe, heavy canvas shoulder bag, wristwatch, ropes 50 feet, home tool set box, uh, chemical fire extinguisher, 150 clay marbles, 100 yeah, rounds I'll, of 45 I'll, ammunition. I'll, I'll that first one. That was me testing it was working. I'll take that, that's great. I do need to find use for this 16 foot bullwhip at some point. Excuse me? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I saw that in the book. I was like, yes, this is something her father gave okay, her. Okay, Samantha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, you're not Samantha. You're no, she's dead. Naveen, uh, would you like to shoot? Yeah. Can I shoot with both, both, both weapons? You can shoot with both weapons, but your second one is with a penalty die because it's in your offhand. That's fine. Doesn't she also get penalties because she's terrified? He does. Sorry. <laughs> is, 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 <laughs> Don't is, look at me like that. No. Is is she French? We. Oui. So does she get it back for class? I was going to yeah. say she gets a bonus dice for running away. You need a penalty die. 
One penalty die on your first shot. Two penalty dies on your second one. Hang on, actually, I'm rolling the penalty for the first one. I actually want to roll that way once. I said to oh, a GM, I failed, but I look good failing, so can I pass? And he's like, yeah, I right know. So that means I missed the first one, right? You missed the first one, I'm afraid. Oh, no. You rolled a one, and now you have to roll penalty dice. That's that's hard. <laughs> that's so like tough luck. To watch. <laughs> you have to roll a second penalty die on this one. I hit. Yeah, two. it should have rolled both of them. Huh. It didn't. Did it not? I'm only seeing one. Yeah, I'm only seeing one. Okay, I'll roll another one. I don't wanna. <laughs> oh. Hey. Well, it's still good. Yeah, that, that'll do. You you rolled an eleven. Yeah, so my, uh, my offhand hits. Wouldn't it have been a 30? A 31? Oh, yeah, it would have been 31. Dice. have yeah. to take the highest, but you still hit. Yeah. You still hit for... Yeah. Oh, hang on. I need to turn on the HP toggle. There we go. And you did 12 damage. Well done. Have I done my actions? Can I now move away? No. You shot twice. Okay. Can't just leave Carissa there. Alexander, uh, Naveen is firing wildly. Hey, I hit it. <laughs> what are you doing, Alexander? Uh, can I move into range and shoot it? Yeah. Can I move into range, shoot it, then move back? Nope. Okie dokie. How close do I have to be? Well, what's the range on your weapon? Uh, I think it's 15 yards. So you need oh, to be a little yards, bit close. not feet. So I'm well within then. Yeah, yeah, 15 yards is like 20 feet. Yeah, 15 yards is more than 20 feet. It's like... 22? Uh, 0.5? More, more, and more. a bit? And a smidgen? 45 feet, isn't it? It's 3 feet per yard. Just call it plenty. It's enough. That'll do. I'm shooting it. I shot it. You shot it for zero damage. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be ten damage. It's it should be one d it should be one d ten plus two damage. <laughs> why, why? Why did it do that to me? It says no damage. I don't know why. It's rolling not, zero. It's, it's, zero. it's rolled zero for some reason. Why? Why? What, what does it say in your it's one damage D, it's on one it? D10 it plus, it's, it's 1d10 plus 2 on the sheet. Hang on. Mm. Hang on. It's, it's 1d10 ah. plus 2. Why did you I've, erase my pistol? 1d10 plus 2. Because because of the update to the sheet they did. Okay, well can I just Have roll broken 1d10 plus 2? They did this last time. Yeah, every time they update the sheet they delete everything. All A lot of the detailed stuff. Who makes this game? Stellaris? <laughs> Ouch! This weird. You mean like, paradox? Like the fiend <laughs> oh, yeah. rolls for damage. Yeah, so yeah. Ten plus two as well. So one d ten plus two is weird. You oh. do four damage to this creature as you hit it. My malfunction's gone up. Sad face. I are disappoint. The Colt forty-five should have a malfunction of a hundred. If it doesn't say 100, adjust it to say 100. 
Okay, okay Alex has shot. Uh, Victor, what are you doing? There's this thing wearing your friend's face, and they've just shot it quite a lot, but it's still up, and it's still terrifying. Okay. Consider if I shuffle over here, I've got a fairly clean shot between the two of them there, yeah? Yeah, I mean, Alex is shot from behind you. <laughs> oh, right, well, there we go, then. That's that's settled it. Remember, this is, a big, this is a lot wide corridor, just because your tokens take up this much space. Yeah, I always forget. Zero damage! <laughs> right, so they are all completely broken, so... Slash yeah, the only way to fix them is to delete them and add them in again, I'm afraid. Plus 1d6 plus 3. Wow, that was um, not stellar. Seven damage. Oh, my poor monster. Elwood, time man of the year. These guys <laughs> are shooting this thing. It's not dying. Shoot him again. No. <laughs> oh dear. Wait, wait, how, wait, what? what? Oh, <laughs> what's happened here? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> that number is lower, damn it. That makes no sense. What? Critical failure. It's not a critical failure. <laughs> you rolled 47 and got a critical failure. How did you manage that? I don't know. I pressed the <laughs> damn gun on this weapon section. critical failure. Well, it's, I mean, it's clearly a critical failure. I, I, mean, <laughs> I think it says. You just prod your rifle shotgun into Victor's back and blow his spine apart. I never like walking anyway. You're like, I thought I could shoot past him. Oh my god. Um, yeah, sorry, Nate. That's I think you're going to have to delete that weapon and add it again because the sheets are just broken. It it, it okay. hits. Can though. I just roll what damage? Because it's clearly a hit. rifle shotgun, anyway. <laughs> that's, the, that's the skill. That's the skill. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, nice <laughs> For a second, again. I was really confused. Okay, uh, you have done 13 damage. Okay, yeah, Elwood steps up to the mark, aims with his whatever he's using. Uh, rifle shotgun. It's a Springfield. His rifle. <laughs> rifle shotgun. He shoots. <laughs> and it makes this horrible groaning sound and collapses to the ground, very dead. Woo! Or at least lying there. It's sort of almost like... Ignore that. Is it working now? No. no. <laughs> I'm re-adding it, don't worry. Can we, can we uh, just... What's your malfunction? Because it might be that your malfunction's set lower than it should be. It's but... 99 to 100. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's what's killed it. Just put it in as 99. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as it's lying there, this sort of like, almost like ice crystal vapor is starting to effervescent off the creature into the air above it, sparkling, and the door opens and Dr. Barrow steps out, wielding a shotgun, like, what the bloody hell is that thing? <laughs> Just as he speaks, can I can I point my um, pistols at its head and fire again, close range? Uh, you can indeed. Just because I don't like it very much. Uh, you, you step up, you point, you fire with both pistols, um, there's no hot, satisfying blood sound or its head exploding. This strange, effervescing... The bullets go through it. You hear them hit the floorboards. 
but this it's dissolving into this sort of like crystal mist which is floating up into the sky okay I'm gonna, and just dissolving um i'm gonna step back and holster both of the, the pistols can i oh. dr um, barrow is very sane but very what the <laughs> hell is going very on angry at everyone just shooting guns in the house <laughs> he can see the thing dissolving um he was about to shake what the bloody hell is going on out here and then saw you guys well there goes the deposit can I, can I Does anyone of, know what that was? Can I attempt to put two and two together and see, like, from my military backstory, does this look like some kind of poisonous gas? Or would I think that this is some kind of poisonous gas that's erupting from it? You might do. It doesn't seem to be filling the corridor, though. It seems to be almost dissolving into the air once it's a few feet above it. Okay. Like it emerges, the, the creature does seem to almost be dissolving into this blue slush, which is melting away. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there. I do apologise. You didn't interrupt. I was answering your question. No, I interrupted Kring, I believe. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. I asked if anyone knows what that was. I, um... <clears throat> I was hoping that um, one of you would be able to inform me of what the. Um... What the hell that was? Everyone roll their Cthulhu Mythos. Oh, yay. I don't think I have much. I don't know. Jesus, you have... A whole lot of not knowing. 25? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) And none of you have any idea what that thing was. Um, But you may all get... One point of Cthulhu Mythos for seeing it. Oh, yay. Do we have to? Everyone get one point of Cthulhu Mythos. (laughs) Including you, Carissa. Put the work laptop away. What? This this is my character sheet, you dolt. Oh, I (laughs) I thought your character sheet was on the TV as well. No, you're on the TV. The character sheet's here. I'm multitasking. Oh, you woman. Uh, it's it's a fallacy. We're just as terrible at multitasking as men are. It's just we're, yep. we're better at yep. covering it up. Mm-hmm. I can believe that. <laughs> I'm going to um, go into Chris's room. Um, You're going to step I, over I, the I, I, I shout out before... As soon as I start to see you walking forwards, I shout out... Um, uh, don't go near it! We have no idea what that is that's coming off of it. It could be dangerous. Step back, if I were you. Yes, I mean, it could be some sort of gas. Um, Dr. Barrow steps across and throws open a window. Perhaps we should retreat downstairs. Um, It might be worth, uh, I hate to say this, um, checking if there are any more of them. Dr. Barrow turns and gives you a terrified look at the idea of more of them. Um, I, so, can I voluntarily take an, a, a sanity check? You what can, for? but it's not a great idea often. Why do you do this to yourself? Well, we're on the second floor. It's eight feet tall. That... Eight... Like, okay, okay, in that case then... How far is it from the window to the ground? Probably about ten feet. 
it could jump that. Ten, eleven so. feet? I suppose so. If it's not each done. Um, um, could, could I um, go back to our room and have a quick flick through obscure deities of a world to see if there's any mention of this creature in here. You can indeed scoot back to your room and roll the mythos rating on that book. Mm-hmm. So that's effectively roll, just click through the mythos and it has to be under the mythos rating on the book, yeah? Yeah. So it's a mythos rating of nine. So it's it's not going to be, but... Yes, sadly, this particular yeah. creature doesn't appear to be mentioned in obscure deities of the that's world. That's fine. At least not that you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, I I head downstairs, I guess, with Doctor Barrow. Is everyone going downstairs? Well, as I can't get dressed, I suppose I have to. And Clarissa, I have a a, a house coat in my room. If that would uh, be helpful for you, I'm, it's it's quite cold. That would be lovely. Thank you. Okay. Everyone okay. retreats to the kitchen. I'll just go and get it. I'm going to head to my room. You head to your room. You grab I make a house beeline coat. for a stiff drink when we're in the kitchen. I, I'm not going to get the house coat straight away. Just um, you guys continue while I send something to rush it. Okay, you're in your room currently. Okay, uh, Doctor Barrow stokes up the fire. He suggests the kitchen because it has a big fireplace. Does, does it have a large glass of gin? There is a cabinet full of alcohol. He pours everyone a stiff brandy. Oh, brandy. Glorious. It looks like the good stuff. Oh, lovely. Do I get back down in time for a brandy? Oh, good. I, I save you a brandy. Move, so I take it as a yes. Why, thank you, Alex. You, you are a gentleman. Huh? <laughs> Was that in character? <laughs> oh, time man it. of the year. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing? Says Doctor Barrow, like holding one hand out towards the fire, like warming his hands. He's, he's trembling slightly, and his shotgun is like tucked under one arm. I mean, I was expecting creatures where we hunt this. We're hunting a creature, but that thing looked almost human, and it had Sam's face. I'm not imagining that, right? <sighs> Who's to say we're not all imagining it? Has it? Desecrate, did it desecrate her body first, or maybe we should go and check that. We haven't checked where her body was put yet. Exactly what I was about to say. Well, I agree, Elwood. Well, you two go and check her body. I'll stay here with the women. And Alex. I give Elwood the look that says, <laughs> we did not volunteer for this. <laughs> <laughs> Down the drink and <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> I guess I am sort of employed for this sort of thing. I can't complain too much. We do the obligatory like sort of reloading of guns that are completely unnecessary but happen anyway. <laughs> yeah. I am finding myself a house coat for Okay, where where did we store the body again? Oh, it's either tell us or I'm just gonna in, have to go back here. and read our okay. in the um thingy in, storm yeah, cellar. Okay. In, in the storm cellar essentially. Okay, I, I start making my way out. I Car- also go. Carissa, I... for the moment, just cradles her brandy. Dr. Barrow, like, wiggles the bottle at you. I've, um... Want I've more? Carried... 
Yes, please. <laughs> he, he tops it up and then he gets the poker out the fire and like dips it in to heat it up. Oh. So it's a warm you. hot toddy now. I mean, I've, that... um, I've, gathered, I've gathered a house coat for Carissa. Um, I've reloaded the magazines of my cults and replaced them. And then I'm going downstairs after having done what I discussed in chat. And then I'm making my way down to find the others. I'm not going outside with the the boys, I will join the brand. I make sure that me and Elwood have got our gear on before we go out in the cold. Good. Oh, Oh, your polar survival. Ah, my one job. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. Maybe, maybe, um, Elwood will do better. Maybe. No. Yeah, it's one of those evenings. Neither of you stop to put on your coats, really. You just want to nip out, have a look, and get back. We're going to be fast. It doesn't matter. This is bad form. Don't do this at home, kids. (laughs) Ash, have you been playing with my character sheet? No. I only ask because my luck stat is missing. Oh, yeah. If you click on it, it, it's still there. They're just all blank. yeah. Um, Mine is as well, yeah. They're all just blank for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why they've done this, but they have. Oh, that's sad times. Oh, if you go edit mode, it reappears and then disappears again. You're out of edit mode. It's bizarre. Well, yeah. I I've moved myself. Is is Elwood moving himself? Um. Where am where am I? I'm on the wrong, him, I was yeah. on the wrong layer. I'm on the wrong layer. Ah, yeah, it's easy to do that. I, I, when we first came in, I thought, oh look, there's nothing down by the the, the, the windows. We must be fine, really. Then I went, like, oh, I got to scroll down more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so I, I join the others in the kitchen. Um, I hand over my my house coat to Carissa. It's just a plain long. Very quite thick blue, dark blue house coat, and I um, go. Um, there you go, uh, Chris. This should uh, at least keep you a little bit warm. But I, uh, I see the brandy might um, do that job too. Are, are you okay? Did it, did it touch you? Are you, are you hurt? <laughs> Not this again. No. no it, it, <laughs> did it touch you? Uh. The third arm. <laughs> <laughs> Where on this miniaturized effigy of Satan did it touch you? Uh, no. Um, uh, I, Chris is just sort of cradling her brandy and sipping it and uh, gratefully I mean, receiving the coat and putting it on. And... Now I think about it, what does ha- Alexander have down there for his impressive bowl? Because, I mean, he's a rough, tough pilot man. Socks. Probably a socks. bowl of socks, yeah. Socks. With oranges? As is tradition. Maybe uh, grapefruits. No, you've got two bowling balls and a bowling bin. <laughs> Gosh. Isn't it? Isn't it one of those like nose cones that you put on the front of the rotors? It's just like sure. It's like why not? It's like a David Bowie codpiece. Yes. Is that <laughs> where Kylie Minogue got the idea from? Yes. <laughs> anyway, it's... back to reality of our game. Rather than discussing the. Uh, the labyrinth is reality. Angle it. <laughs> David Bowie is not the Goblin King. Don't I'm going to. Um, I'm going Excuse to pull me. up a chair um, at the table and, and sit down and 
kind of look at my hands for a second. Uh, Doctor Barrow waggles the uh, large decanter of brandy at you. I, and an empty glass. I I hold out a hand and just. No, you don't want one. No, I'll, I'll with a hand open, like definitely going. Yeah. Oh I'll right. Yeah. yeah. No, he pours you a very <laughs> big one. When he when he goes to stop, I just kind of look at him in the eye and give the yeah. He like keeps pouring. <laughs> Like these are up to the rim. Um, gets a second glass. <laughs> yes. We were fucking shorted and then sent out to a fucking <laughs> outside. You're the I, men. Uh, He's the academic, and Alexander's his pilot. I am. Um, uh, I feel. I feel that I might know something about that uh, that creature, but. Well, I, uh, have a drink first, my dear. And we'll wait for the boys to come back from checking on Sam's body. I think that might, um, given given what I think, that might be a good, a wise decision. Meanwhile, outside, it is bitterly cold. Snow is whirling all around you, and it is dark. This side of the house doesn't have any lights on. Oh. Uh, but you've taken a torch. Yes, yes, we were. You are still in your pyjamas. Um, <laughs> you're really wishing you'd stop to grab some winter coats on the way out, but, you know... Your men, you'll tough it out. You've got time man of the year with you. If it goes well, yeah. you'll just slice him open and crawl inside like a tonton. Um, <laughs> wait, is, is it me doing that to Elwood or Elwood doing that to me? Because I'm the larger of the two. You probably could fit inside, is the thing. I mean, you know, time man of the year must survive. I mean, you've got more polar survival, so you're, you're probably a warmer thing to... Get anyway, <laughs> you open, you unlock the storm cellar doors. They haven't been tampered with. You pull them open. Do you head down into the dark cellar? Yes. Gun drawn. Yes. Gun drawn. Torches up. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, slab of stone where you left Sam in repose is Sam. Hands crossed on her chest. Peaceful expression on her face. Exactly how you left her. Mm. Even the little candle that someone lit and left near her so that she wouldn't be in the dark is still burning. Interesting. I mean, I can't just prod her on that on the shoulder. <laughs> She's right. cold and dead. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind like something is messing with us. Yeah, I think we should lock this back up and return. Agreed. We lock it back up. We return. <laughs> yeah. Short and sweet. Inside. You hurry back inside. Uh, let's go via the corridors instead of a courtyard this time. It's so very carefully. We're just wandering our tokens around. It's glorious. <laughs> I know. It feels like you're cheating if you just teleport around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I fell over. Oh, oh, no. I don't fall over. Last week when I made you walk down the spiral. You've got to go around the spiral properly. Yeah, there, there was this spiral on the map that led down to this pool, and I made them walk around the spiral properly on that. I love it. Tokens. Well, if you're going to do something right, it was glorious. Uh, I reckon yeah, you should make everyone uh, here be humble. Out. Oh no! Don't start that again. I'll explain that story later. Everyone, it's been about ten minutes, and. Uh, Victor and Elwood come back in and bustle up to the fire and Dr. Elwood hands you both 
large, very large, full glasses of warm, hot toddies. Ah, thank you, Doctor. Sip. And then I said to her, seven is greater than four. (laughs) Yes, Alexander, that is a truly fantastic joke, just like the others that you have told. You outdo yourself every time. Oh my god, um, I'm sorry, Yinx. I'm imagining you as Delenn now for some reason with that. Gentlemen, I I think you should take a seat. I have I have some thoughts upon the creature upstairs that I think I think you would best take sitting down. That's okay. fine. Just quickly, in case anyone cares, the body's still down there. Yes, it is still down there. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> that as well. We went, we checked, nobody cares after we get back. Um, I had actually assumed that it was, given what I, I believe to be the case, ah. as, as what we have recently faced. Um, I I have reason to believe that that was a, what is called a child of the Vendigo. Um, it is essentially a a creature created from snow and ice and contains the spirit of a, a dead um, soul um, t- that has been touched by a creature I know not too much about named uh, Ithakwa. <laughs> Thank you, Jacks, for everyone who was in the North Pole. <laughs> Which is just you two. But Dr. Barrow... He wasn't in the North Pole. He was in a different expedition. Ah, uh, God bless um, outsourcing. Elwood and Victor both take a very long slug of their brandies. <laughs> <laughs> Naveen waits while they kind of take a drink. Um, yes, I, I assume that you. I take another more. drink. <laughs> you know more of this, this thing. Um, anyway, as as far as I know, this um, this this creature, um, a new one will be be spawned every night as long as the body of this deceased person is north of 45 degrees latitude um, and in the cold. The only way that I'm aware of to end this this thing is that the person's remains are cremated according to their wishes. Um, and and further, I, I hate to say this because I, I understand that you and uh, Samantha were close, but as I understand it, this creature that is spawned once an evening will hunt those closest to her until it is gone. Well, in that case, that doesn't change our plans one bit, except Just meaning so. we need to rush a bit more. We've got a whole day now, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, That's... as far as I know, yeah, I, it will come again tomorrow evening. By tomorrow evening, we'll make sure we're up on the ice... Ready to burn our dearly departed. This, this is n- nonsense, surely. I mean, if that was not real, it's not about Alexander's kind of in agreement with... In character. With... <laughs> I take another drink. <laughs> Al- I drink some more. In, uh, in agreement with hmm. Dr. Barrow, kind of nodding. I understand your, your reticence and confusion, but did you not see what we saw this evening? It was clearly... Some sort of creature that had burst in and was... I don't know what we saw. You're a scientist, monsieur. Did you not see the fact that it was 
humanoid, eight feet tall, and had the face of your most recently departed employee? This stuff isn't meant to be real. It might not meant to be, monsieur, but it is. Does this mean that the things with the Yig is more than I think it is? It's not some anti-descendant of a polar bear. It's something worse. Yes. Well, there is your expert opinion, is it not? What exactly did you catch? What is in Uh, those photos? It's a yeek. (laughs) Exactly what we've told you previously. It is a yeek. The only thing you haven't been told is that it's a minion of Silar, the god of god or goddess of the north, who's one of the Inuit tribes. darker gods of the wind and the ice who is an aspect of Ifaqua. Um Alexander bursts out into raucous laughter um, kind of slapping their thigh and going like oh that's a that's a jolly good one I'll have to write that down later Monsieur mm. Alexander will you be writing that down after you've walked over the dissolved body upstairs or before? They have a point Alexander Yes, well, you know, you can't believe everything that you see. Yes, you would say that to a pilot, would you not? Um, I've seen some strange things out there on the wings of night. But all of it can be explained away with simple science or drink. Well, there is a scientist sat there, there is a polar expert sat there, and there is a photographer sat there, and they are all saying... Funnily enough, this is not something that can be explained by simple science. I've got Sam's diary in my hands going, hmm, should I? Should I? <laughs> do you give me a look? <laughs> yeah, I do throw you a look. <laughs> I Ka- Catherine, ba- Catherine, like, back in the insane asylum is like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Sam's diary claims another victim. <laughs> Dr. Bauer sits down at the head of the table. Well, Carissa, my dear, it appears that I've dragged you into something that is much more than an archaeological expedition. Surely you can't be believing this, Dr. Barrow. This this is nonsense. I saw that thing dissolving. It had Sam's face. You can't tell me we've all had the same snow hallucination whilst inside in the warm. That's what a lot of psychologists would have us believe, Doctor. But what the reality of the situation is that a rather surprising amount of the world we live in is nonsense. My point exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a a singular question, if I I will. Um, I obviously was not um, party to the, the details of Samantha's will. I believe um, you, uh, Monsieur Hamilton, were the the executor of the document. But what exactly was it that she requested with regards to her earthly remains? Um, I believe we've made that public knowledge, haven't we? Yeah, has, that's definitely public knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read yeah, out, yeah. Sure. Cremated as far. You asked. So I will go. be quiet now. <laughs> Rossi, I've. Would it be yeah. fair to say that I have a very good memory for things that I've listened or have read? If you, it's as, to be cremated as far north as possible. Okay. Which is why you're flying out onto the ice of the 
both want to see the Wait, from me. As far north as moment. is safe, isn't it? Was, wasn't it as far north as is feasibly possible? That was yeah. by Which us. Is why Dr. Barrow worked out with um, Alexander how far north we could go in the plane. Would not Sam be understanding of this situation? We are quite far north already. I... That's from what you've said, Naveen. That was still not be to the word of her wishes, however. It is unfortunate. Um, I mean, it, the word of it is you have to do as close as possible to what the wishes of the individual were. Carissa Car- Car- just sort of suddenly pipes up and just in a half, not drunk, she's just come down from shock and the brandy's helping, just blurts out. Why don't you just whip out a Ouija board and ask her? I didn't bring a planchette board with me, says Dr. Barrow. This is no not... time for a salad. I said Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I hired a drunk archaeologist? I don't know, but she's been drinking steadily since you hired her. Yes. <laughs> I, le- I lean over and go, why did you hire a drunk pilot? <laughs> You're not supposed to be drunk whilst flying the plane, Alexander. <laughs> it just taps his nose. You hired me to dig dead people up, and it seems since arriving, they all keep digging themselves up. So, so you're not doing your job quick enough, then, are you? <laughs> Get to it. Going <laughs> back. Uh, everyone have twenty Cthulhu missiles. Four points of sanity back, as you have used the levity of the situation and laughter to calm yourselves down, all somewhat. Oh dear. Power of laughter, bitches. It does help. Um, Alexander's going to go and get changed into some clothes if we're going to... We, I'm assuming we're not going to go back to bed. Uh, what time is it? That's Must a good point. 4am? It would be stupid to not go back to bed at this point. We want our pilot nice and clear-headed for a flight over the ice shelves. Carissa is not crawling yeah. over a decrepit puddle of what the fuck to get back to her room. However, as Alexander thinks nothing of it, Alexander can swap rooms with Carissa for the night. Yeah, Alexander just gives a thumbs up and goes... Uh, the window in Carissa's room is missing. Eh. <laughs> you will freeze to death. But there are still uh, I, ample uh, spare bedrooms. It... I, I would say to Alexander, do, do you know how to use a hammer, cold boy, or would you like a pointer or two? Uh, I slept <laughs> in a hammock for a long time in the forces. Oh, okay. Well, that that's good then. I bid you good night, Alexander. I'll sleep in this one. To the nights. Uh, I can't remember which ones were we in. I what, will. I will grab you, all of my stuff. You in this corner. I'm in this corner. Okay. I will grab all of my stuff and migrate it to this tiny little bunk bed here. Okay, everyone. Uh, Doctor Bower goes around and like. Doubly secures all the exterior doors, like just just because. Can being secure. You know the biggest question, the thing that's really warping my mind right now above all else, how did they get the bed in this room when the door is so tiny? <laughs> I guess they built it in the room. Yeah. 
Or that build the wall after. Or put it in through the window. Okay. Everyone heads back to bed. Everyone roll Constitution. I suddenly want to buy a house and entomb the rooms with, like, oversized furniture. Jesus. (laughs) Constitution. There we go. Extreme success. Naveen sleeps like a baby. What? Pissing and shitting everywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Ew! That wasn't what I was going for. No. Fine. Sleeps like a dead baby. (laughs) Everyone who failed their constitution rolls has trouble sleeping. Victor and Elwood, both of you roll me your intelligence. Naveen, roll me your... Where uh, were you a minute ago? (laughs) I know, Naveen's fast asleep. Who else failed? Victor failed. Alex, you failed. Alex, roll me your... Schwama. (laughs) Schwama? You don't don't have to roll anything, actually. It's fine. Um, You just are having trouble sleeping. You're just this nagging doubt at the back of your mind that maybe this isn't all bollocks. You can't quite all <laughs> You keep saying that, and then you're just still nagging doubt in the dark of the night when you're like, you did see the monster. You did see it's it dissolve. Bloody weird, though. Weird, yeah. Weird, so weird. Weird Such bollocks. bollocks, but it was weird. Much weird. I once saw Jenkins so run down the runway with a fire in his pants. That's that was weird. This is just peculiar. <laughs> This well, well, well. So while while um while Carissa is is uh, occupying Alexander's room for the evening, um, has I'm guessing the room that you know uh, Alexander didn't the room, lead the room in any sort of state that he took all his stuff with him. Yeah, yeah, I oh, took good. all my stuff with me. Well, I don't know because I'm not I... going to go grab my stuff out over corpse bloody lake there. <laughs> so. Yes, it's fair enough. Um, <laughs> but that's good. That's 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 good. Hey, uh, you guys sleep as best you can. I'm going to wake up early. Roll your constitution to see if you can wake up early. Okay. You are able to wake up at your desired time. Is it before everyone else? Yes. You have managed to wake up before everyone else? I'm going to go downstairs and start making coffee. You put the kettle on and start making coffee in the kitchen. You stoke no up... Just coffee. You stoke up the fire. You start making delicious coffee. Eventually, everyone else, you wake up. Those of you who are feeling groggy and like you haven't slept, which is mostly the boys, all three of them, um, except for Dr. Barrow. He doesn't count as a boy. He counts as a refined gentleman. He's a man. <laughs> He's a doctor, not a boy. <laughs> Dr. Boy. <laughs> Dr. Boy. <laughs> Dr. Barrow is the next one in. Levine, he looks at you as he comes in and is like, Levine. I would understand if you wish to leave our company at once. I, uh, 
I feel perhaps that you have already suffered the loss of one of your um, of one of the team that you had um, hired to support you in your, your endeavours in the outdoors. It would be really miss of me to leave you um, and make that too. So, I fear you are getting involved in matters of an esoteric world that might not otherwise exist or bother you if you were to depart your um, That might be the case, um, Doctor, but I've always been of the position I would prefer to know about the things creeping up behind me um, rather than be taken by surprise. Fair enough. Um, thanks for the coffee. Carissa, you're up next. Do you head to the kitchen? Uh, yes. Okay, you enter to find Naveen and Dr. Barrow. I'm just going to go to the loo whilst you two roleplay. Yeah! I just heard that you got taken by supplies, which just amused me. I've been taken by the supplies! <laughs> just just covered in croissants and bedding. Oh no, zut the croissants have come for me! A good fresh croissant can be a wonderful thing. No, oh, it's kidnapping no, you. No true friends. Well, true. Without a croissant for too long. A stale croissant would be a fantastic weapon. It's like a boomerang that you can eat. How do I roll to make croissant? Is that, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> Colour. Uh, I'd be cooking. I, I believe Alexander would just say, just r- roll feminine wiles. Yeah, that is a kind of thing. Roll, roll, roll your, your kitchen stat. Uh, I'll have to log in for the other game for that, and it'll ruin uh, this uh, login. <laughs> Chris, would you? I have um, I made some. I have a good enough skill in butlermancy, but I feel. I have a. Uh, I made some coffee. Would you? Would you like some? Yes, please. I'm gonna pour you. Do you um milk sugar? I mean, I'm it's, I'm not a fan myself, but we all have our own tastes. I like pepper. I like it. I like pepper. I'm getting flashbacks to Hale and Pace now. <laughs> Black pepper. Milk <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why do I cry? Uh, no, uh, I, 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 uh, I take my coffee black. Ah, she pauses no. like my men. Well, that's, a bit, that's a bit risque in 1920. Uh, yeah, she a, she a, hangs out on Egyptian dick sites. She's learned all sorts of crudeness. We have uh, some things in common, then. It's um, here's your your coffee. Enjoy. Um, uh, merci beaucoup. Ah, I do like it when um, people give an attempt at the language. Merci. Uh, do you are you okay after last night? How did you sleep? Um, I would say I slept like a corpse, but given um, the last <laughs> one was walking around. <laughs> Humour has always been a way to move past the more um, disturbing experiences of our lives. I found in the last few days it's either humour or drinking excessively, and I couldn't bring the barman with me, so... Well, it does seem that the good doctor has bought quite a bit of his own, despite the fact he always seems to complain that we drink every time crazy things happen. Yeah, well, he just seems to be that kind of... If you're rich enough, it's completely possible to bring a barman with you. That's true. true. I'm not sure the um maybe maybe you guys should have put that in the um the the, the, the budgeting when you were planning the, the expedition. 
or butlers with cocktail making skills. Yeah. Nom nom nom. Uh, well, I, I guess um, it's certainly been a, a rather rapid descent into. Um, I, this might be gauche of me. Madness. I would like to to say I told you so, but I also would not like to say I told you so. But I think it is entirely appropriate to say I told you so. I mean, I. You did tell me so, and sure enough, there is a creature outside that I have to shoot several times. Yes, and yes. Although I will say this is the first time since arriving in this godforsaken hellhole um, that uh, I've been caught unawares in my nightgown. So um, I suppose from now on I'm going to be going to bed with a gun. Do you have a, a gun of some kind? I do, I do. It's, it's a, it's nothing, nothing much. Just a modest, um, modest thing. I think. Uh, what was it? The gentleman in the shop called it a thirty-two. Ah, oh, very nice. A practical, effective. It's a, it's a good weapon. Very reliable. Yes, I've never shot anyone with it. Although I did squish a rat's head with it once. You realize you meant to shoot things with them, not beat them with them. But I suppose the thirty-eight is pretty good for hitting things. Well, I didn't have any ammo, and it was dark, and so there we go. Meanwhile, um... upstairs, uh... <clears throat> <laughs> it's just the things <laughs> Rusty walks in on. Ping, 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 ping. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan! <laughs> what? What is going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this. I've left a lot of messages. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, oh, wait. oh, I'm still there. I'm crying! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think still hasn't caught up, so he's not got there yet. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah, I got there. Right. I, 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 I remember the t shirt that was on t shirt hell with Yeah, that yeah that's what reminded me of that. Russet, uh, Russet, <laughs> that that just reminds me of the time I broke Evie because I said to her, "I like my women like I like my code." Reviewed by a dozen men and dumped in a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and she she she's told that to several people, including her sister. <laughs> okay. Oh Two God, games in a row. We have had to stop play due to ultimate giggles. I'm serious. Serious faces now. Meanwhile, upstairs, Victor and Elwood, you have had trouble sleeping. You had yes. a hushed conversation during the middle of the night, where you thought of things that would best not thought of. And but now we thought of them. It's early. It must be about 5.30, 6am. Pale grey light is leaking in under the uh, uh, bedroom window. We've got like two hours sleep. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say. This is harsh. Yeah. 
To be fair, we Very had a chunky. chunk before we were woken up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So. You nod off. You wake up again. It must be getting on for about 7.30. You hear Alexander being loud and exuberant in the room next door. Lots of, oh, what hoes! Wait, what? And he's probably that kind of person who flings over his warning, his windows and sings, isn't it a beautiful morning, as loud as possible. So he's fucking you. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, player agency, please? I can just imagine Alexander having a, a subscription to What Ho magazine now. Like... <laughs> yes, no, okay. You, I, I was joking. Uh, but yes, you can hear Alexander stirring in the next room, clomping about. Stir, 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 clomp, clomp, clomp. Fall out of hammock noises. <sighs> well, what made you want sleep? That was time to get up, I suppose. Yes, yes, I guess it is time. Let's see if anyone's I there. I guess. Uh, hopefully not, and hopefully those who are are still dead for the time being. <laughs> yeah. Alexander. We rise. You are getting <laughs> up for the morning, Alexander, and as you are leaving your room all ready to face the day, uh, you see Victor and Elwood emerging from their room. They both look haggard. You didn't sleep that well, but they look worse. Oh. <clears throat> morning, Alex. <laughs> good yeah. morning. Well, I suppose just morning, actually. I'm not much good about it so far. We are alive. Yeah, Victor sounds how I feel. I see. Yes. Didn't, didn't sleep so well after the the little incident last night. There is sleeping well, and then there is not sleeping well, and then there is what <laughs> we slept like. Let us get some coffee. Coffee? Ugh, I can't stand I just... the stuff. Cup of tea for me. Sometimes it is. Required. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alexander is repressing the urge to burst into Oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> Alexander would get slapped. <laughs> I think Alexander so would get hatcheted at this point. <laughs> Fucking in the. <laughs> so how oh, look, did, how what did Alexander did. die? <laughs> well, I don't know, Dr. Poe. We both found him at the bottom of the stairs with Victor's axe in his back. It's a mystery. <laughs> oh, you all make your way to the kitchen, where you find the two ladies and Dr. Barrow talking over coffee. Someone be kind enough to make me a cup of tea. Oh, I didn't pack any. There's Dr. Barrow. There's coffee. Um, we have a like, lot of coffee. Alexander's face just sinks. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where are you going? As if, as 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 if, a, as if a friend just died. Um, Bungle, did you print that out and just put that on your laptop right now? Wait, 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 wait. I. Or do you my... have like those prepared just in case? <laughs> um, Alexander. <laughs> uh... Gets out a cigarette and starts to smoke. Dr. Barrow leans back in his chair. So, Alexander, how long until we can get the plane in the air? A couple of hours, I suppose. Do some flight checks. Just make everything 
sort of topped up and get ready to go? Uh, don't you have to, like, pour the oil in or something? Well, yes, a couple of hours. Can we help? I Can imagine I can. I suppose my protege could come along, give me a hand. I uh, have a question now. How long is the, the flight to where it was we were trying to get to? Um, I would know this in character. Russet, you can would. you regale me with the information? Hang on. I just need to look it up. <laughs> we'll just uh, pick it up. But, pick it up. Put it. Pick it up. In in answer in answer to your your questions, well, Yinks, uh, our wireless laser printer is on the route back. Did you to print that? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's amazing like, what you can do with a wireless printer and a smartphone. That's extraordinary. During that. a loop break. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's a uh, the plane has a sixteen hundred mile range and can do a hundred miles an hour at its cruising speed, so it's a sixteen hour flight. Um, though you don't want to go to the maximum range, you're going to be stopping two hundred miles short to give yourself time to find a landing spot. So it's a fourteen hour flight. I um, I I I hate to say this, but if it takes you a couple of hours to get ready. Then fourteen hours to fly. I there is a potential. Well, there is this a distinct danger that um, our visitor from last night will simply appear on the plane with us. Um, Alexander mm. shrugs and goes, "Well, th- the time is the time. I can't make the ready thing go any faster, and I certainly can't turn I back time." I would suggest Naveen, considering it's appeared to be made and is supposedly made out of snow and ice it probably needs enough snow and ice in one location to actually form an entire body unless the plane is actually going to pick up that much snow while in flight I think we'll be safe on the other hand I think we can be certain it will be waiting for us on the ground um one one thing. Hmm. Um I admittedly it only happened once, but it does get frightfully chilly in the air, does it not? Is that not a risk of it being too uh, quite chilly and so we're not might not be picking up ice and snow from the air, but we might be forming ice and snow. I, I simply, wings? I, I, as I said to the good doctor this morning, I, there is, there are, there are a few things that I think I am afraid of the most, and one of those is not enough information, and I feel perhaps we know enough now, as the saying goes, <coughs> to, um, to be dangerous. <coughs> perhaps not enough to be as careful as we should. Well. Okay. We can, um, Alexander, kind of, sorry, go ahead. Dr. Bowers, like we, I don't think we can cut any more flight time off. We're just going to have to risk it, surely. Um, Alexander kind of folds their arms across their chest. Uh, I flew reconnaissance in the RAF for a stint. Every single mission you would go out, you wouldn't know what on earth would happen. 
maybe flak, maybe other aircrafts. You just don't know, but you have to take the risk to complete the mission. This is just another risk. We don't have enough information, but we're going to have to do it anyway, aren't we? I feel that we are in that position, sir, but I I would suggest that... um, How do the the wonderful British say it? Um, Planning and preparation prevents piss-poor performance? I'm not going to lie, I'm actually inclined to agree with Alexander in this case. Um, Naveen, um, <laughs> may I ask a question? Uh, Seeing as you seem to have some more knowledge than the rest of us about the child of a Wendigo, in a worst-case scenario where we didn't quite risk going as far as we might otherwise which could be interpreted as not fulfilling Sam's last wishes correctly. If we were then to burn and scatter her ashes and have not fulfilled that last wish correctly, what would the consequences be? The consequences, as far as I understand them, would be simply that um, the child child will keep coming every night until... Um, I hate to say this, but most likely you and uh, Monsieur Hamilton are are deceased. Or at least they will keep coming indefinitely at that point, it would seem. I would say that is the most likely outcome. Therefore, it seems to me we don't have a lot of choice, really with the knowledge we currently have and the time limits placed upon us. I find myself agreeing. I I simply think that we should be as prepared for the worst-case scenario as we can. Um, Well, we can have our guns ready if we need them, if that thing appears on plane. So the wording wording of the will or whatever was as as far as we can feasibly get. Am I right in saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Then Alex pipes up and says... Well, as far as I'm concerned, the wording of the will was that it was as far as we could feasibly get. If you're saying that this Wendigo creature is going to appear while we're in flight, then where we are right now is as far as we can feasibly get without causing danger to ourselves. Why don't we just fling our body in the fire here and be done with it? Hang on, hang on. Look, I, I don't really understand all this handy wavy magical bullshit i'm going to be honest with you i'm still finding it preferable to drinking my way through a liter of fine grain alcohol instead but i will say one thing um there you brought me along here for my archaeological prowess and digging up shit and all i will say is from dead cultures such as the Egyptians and such, there there was always writings about people using cats and salt and all this other stuff and nonsense to ward off spirits and protect burial sites and all this other stuff. And yes, some of it was just mercury dust and some of it was ground pyrite with a sparking mixture. And some of it was just good old-fashioned guillotines. But if any of this bullshit actually is linked to anything true, is there not some kind of protective ward you can put around Sam's body, sort of like one of the pharaohs, so that it can be 
warded against itself until we arrive? Um, I suspect that may have worked if we did something like that immediately. We didn't. <laughs> Russet, yeah. would I remember how long between the death and the enshrining of a pharaoh would be the, the case? for Tell like... me your history. Uh, where is my histoire? Oh shit, wrong thing. I was looking at my guns. I roll my gun. Uh, <laughs> archaeology. History. Oh, I was hoping that would be archaeology because it's like archaeological. <clears throat> where is history? Under H. Steps. Um, what? Oh, there it is. 62. Oh god. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, it would really vary on... Oh, extreme success. Uh, it, you know a fuck-ton about Egyptology and pharaohs and mummy-making. Generally, it would happen in the space of a week. It was a whole ritual. Uh, once the pharaoh had been declared dead, they'd be taken to the temple of the god that they... You know, there was, there was a huge pantheon, and each pharaoh would pick one who was their primary one. They got okay. to that temple and they would be prepared and embalmed. And literally, there'll be rituals to remove each organ and to stuff them with sawdust and to make them look as beautiful as possible. It would take up to a week, but it would begin almost immediately. But but the final sort of enshrined in the tomb with all the curses and shit is right at the end. That'd probably be several months later if the tomb wasn't ready. Yeah. Okay. So given it's a week to months. Then okay, then yeah, I, I just say to everyone, um, the actual embalming and the the gruesome pulling people's eyeballs out through the genitals and all that shit. Um, that aside, the actual uh, parts which are referenced in the more mystical side is weeks or months down the line, as soon as they can find enough slaves that don't die before they finish building a pyramid. So, I mean, if there is something. You, we can do, even if it's just to say, give us 14 hours of flight time. Maybe it's something to do. Well, I mean, admittedly, I'm just talking about Asian, e- Egypt, but if all this weirdy beardy magical crap is in any way interconnected somehow, then maybe there's some familiarity or commonality. Well, says Dr. Bird, does anyone know any wards? I know something, but it isn't meant for this purpose. Well, is there any harm in giving it a go? Probably <laughs> not. What do you think, Elwood? You're my number uh... two. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> what me? I, I see no harm at all in trying. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Elwood, it's something I was taught by the Inuits, not by any of the weird books that have been circulating. Wait, you people have weird books? Alexander raises an eyebrow at this. <laughs> I, uh, I, that does actually give me some comfort, Victor. <laughs> Good. I would, I would have you be comforted, my friend. We're coming back to this topic of weird books later. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, it's just a diary. There's nothing much weird about it. Oh, Sam's diary. Well, considering yeah. she's coming back from the undead, maybe we should burn that as well. No, 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 no. I, uh, I, I'm in agreement with Dr. Barrow. Anyway, regardless of what's happening, I assume that we're going to have to be flying at some point today, so I'm going to go and start making my pre-flight checks. Okay, good And plan. I should probably Victor? come and help. 
No, Victor, you're going to go ward Sam's body, apparently. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, right. Thank you, Mr. with you, a ward Sam's body. Uh, Naveen, could you give uh, Alexander a hand um, preparing the plane? I can uh, I give it a This is I... madness, people. <laughs> I, I, I am yes, like Elwood, it is madness. Why hang are on, we going on. anywhere? Oh, why, am I, why am I helping to ward a body? I, I kind what? of I kind of shout back and say, I agree with Time Man of the Year. Just burn exactly. the body here and be done with it. I, I just genuinely think that we don't need to go anywhere and risk anything. Sam I, would not have wanted that. I sent the actual letter that I wrote yeah. the Will and Testament into the Yes, group. yes. Yeah. It it's it's exactly as we've said, where it's where it's like, um uh I ask if at all possible uh, you cre- that I'm cre- cremated as far north as reasonably possible, and that's kind of the point that Alexander was making: is that yeah, burning her body right here would be in alignment with that wish. I agree completely. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> we want to go. Oh, we're not warding and flying. <laughs> no, look, look, look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Uh. As 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 much as I don't want to be in this godforsaken hellhole for much longer, um, I also have a feeling that this is so open to interpretation that uh, we're going to have our brains eaten or our bodies defiled or whatever that weird blue bitch does um, <laughs> before the end of the day if we don't do it right. Now, is it reasonable to do it here or is it reasonable to try it's it's reasonable victor come on back me up here man you knew sam as well as i did there's no way given that we know there's cultists looking for us as well probably at this point we've got far more bigger fish to fry than than risking everything to go a little bit further north i i honestly think that sam would completely understand I think she would understand. My concern is that with the strange things that are happening, that once she has passed already... The unreasonable strange things that are happening. Yes, the unreasonable strange (laughs) things. The equally unreasonable thing that... It may well be her last dying wish at the time and the context of the time which sets the rules. I don't know is the problem, Elwood. Someone tell me how far north we are. How far north are we? Navigate? Hang on. Uh, I just need to remind myself. Uh, Where did you fly to again? Uh, No, that's uh, wrong. We've moved on from Endurance. Just north of Endurance, aren't we? You are... Fairbanks. Yeah. Fairbanks, yeah, just not I've got to sneeze. Hang on. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. So I, I was trying to get to my mute button, but it wasn't good enough. First time I've said that today, and it hasn't been to a cat. <laughs> nice. You, you need to give up the cocaine, Russell. I keep telling you. Uh, the silence okay. is damning. Yeah. You are currently <laughs> in Fairbanks, Alaska. You are... <clears throat> uh, 
Naveen, do these... You are here. Oh. In Telegram. Oh. We are really north. That's quite north. We are really north. You are quite north. And, um, how, and how far much further are we talking about going here? You uh, onto the ice, I think. About going... Hang on, I just need to do the thing where I plot the measure distance. There we go. Really enjoying that you're watching Harry Potter on Plex, by the way. Yes. <laughs> uh, Arona has given me access to his Plex server, so... I'll be done. I threw out my Harry Potter book the other day. You threw out How a book? Come? You're dead to me. <laughs> Why would you do that? I've never re- I never read it. I only bought Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince because I could get it a day before the rest of the world. You, you, you threw out a first fucking edition? Yeah. Dead to both of us. They're worth about 300 quid now. Really? Yes, yeah. Bungle. Not, not, any, not anymore. <laughs> yes, Bungle. That's Jesus. worth about 300 quid. My brother has an entire set of first edition it's, Harry Potters. It's, it's They're worth brand, about two grand. It's a brand new, unread Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. It's out in the recycling bin. I'll just put it put it out. You're pulling our leg. This this isn't real. No. Hang on. Hang on. Shall I go and find <laughs> it? Go and get it, Bungle. That thing is worth 300 pounds. It's <laughs> worth <laughs> You're flying there. That's where you're planning to fly. Oh, come on. Yeah, see, we, we were going to make it a lot more. I, d- I still don't think it's... I, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth the risk. I'm saying it's in character. Have I... you got it, Bungle? Um, so... Oh, oh, there we go. I was muted. Yeah, yeah um... Bungle, that thing is worth about £300. <laughs> It's, 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 you can see how the pages are completely un... Yeah, it's a mid-condition, first-edition Harry Potter bungle. That's worth a lot of money. Also, never just throw a book away. Give it to someone. I only threw it out because everyone's like, oh, J.K. Rowling. So I was like, all right, then. I'm in the middle. (laughs) I've recently set up this entire bookcase just for tonight's webcam. And I was like... Look, look, it'll fit in that gap above your head. Put it, put it in there. Go on. No, 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 the gap. Up, up one. Left, left, yeah, there, at the end. Ah, uh, what, between the Pokemon book and the, all the recipe guides? There you go, yeah. there you go. Naveen is going to, like, keep talking, Captain Go. I, the, more I, the more I think about um, what I understand of the Child of the Wendigo, I think we, we are in a, a kind of a choke point, as it were. If we were further south and it was warm... Nothing would happen. Roll your intelligence for me, Naveen, as as Alexander has pulled out all of his navigation maps. Um, because that's what I'm saying has happened here. He's pulled them out and spread them on the table so you can oh, see. Makes sense. What if I, I thought I was walking to the? No, they, 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 they called everyone back. Oh, for fuck's sake! Okay. Navigation. I had a plan. Navigation. Navigation. Naveen, you're currently at sixty-five degrees latitude. Oh. 41 degrees latitude is much further north. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, gentlemen, I have just thought of a, a somewhat worrying uh, a fact. According mm-hmm. to my, um, my understanding of this creature, it, it should not be here. It should not be possible for it to be here. 
as I understand oh. it, it would only be able to appear if we were at 45 degrees latitude or further north. The fact that we are at, according to this map, at about 60, 61, it should not be here. So maybe you're wrong and it's not that. Yes, you sound wrong. That sounds wrong. Maybe. That sounds right. You all look outside at the unseasonable July snowstorm. But see, the other thing I, I realize is our discussion of made from earth and snow, uh, the the um, snow and ice, as I understand it, it will appear as long as the body is somewhere north, apparently not as far north as I, I was led to believe, and it is cold. That's all it needs. Well, why don't we just keep the body warm? How long is it to fly to Spain? Or Mexico? Or, or why don't Morocco? we just fly back, drop off the body, put it on, I don't know, ice farther south, then come back up and do what we need to do with this Yeeg fellow, and then go back and sort out Sam's body. Failing that, why don't we just burn it here? And I mean, be done with it. Of the opinion that I think that is the best course of action, as as you seem to suggest, or as as Mr. Hamilton, the executor of her will, suggests, she would not want us to go beyond the pale to to carry out these wishes. She, her her will appeared to be quite reasonable in that regard. So surely we are are far enough to the north that she, in the conditions we find ourselves, um. Alex says, uh, fair enough, and grabs a bottle of alcohol and walks out the room. <laughs> Roll me your occult, everyone who has occult. I probably don't, but let's have a you look. You need a hard occult. What do I have a cult? A cult. I do not have a cult. I've got two points. <laughs> I've got a cold. Oops, I did that as a whisper, but it was not a success anyway. How would has such high occult? He's time out of the year, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't you know? Did nobody pass that? No. No, nope. no, nobody did. We all have really poor occult score. Where's Dr. Barrow? None of us are teenagers worshipping Satan and drinking cider. Well, wait, no, Alexander, don't do anything! Um... You're going to have to shout louder. Uh, someone come and stop Alexander. <laughs> I've just thought of something. Alexander, stop! <laughs> stop, <No>. man! <laughs> stop! Oh, what the bloody hell is it now, for God's sake? The doctor told you to stop. He has thought of something. We I... should listen to him. Oh, for Christ's sake, I'm a person of action. You. This is ridiculous. Hey, Look, we're talking about Alexander a cold storms thing. back. Which are now apparently real, okay? So, in those sort of occult circles, the only person who can make this decision is the person Sam has given legal and mystical authority to. So, Elwood, it has to be you. Uh, as you were, Alexander. <laughs> okay, off I go. No, 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 no. You have to be the one to do it. Oh, I see. Um, hands, Alexander. Give me that bottle, man. Hands, Alexander, <laughs> a bottle. Um, and uh, do I have a lighter on matches? I can't remember. 
You have uh, matches. You I have, have twenty four matches. matches. Yes, I um, I hand him the bo- my box of matches and the bottle of alcohol, uh, and say I want I want those matches back. Very well, uh, Victor. Would you give me a hand? I, I want to remove of the body, obviously, from the shelter. Uh, yes. You're very not going to get fired her in the basement. <laughs> no, <laughs> be free. Going to. <laughs> We're going outside for a while, so I am going to make sure that we are dressed properly this time. Okay, Dr. Barrow says we should all go along and pay respects if this is going to be a proper funeral. Yes. Everyone roll polar survival. Oh. Yay! Polar survival. We have a bonus dice because Victor is helping. Of course I am. Oh, where is my polar survival? We haven't put it on my sheet, I don't think. You don't have any. I feel oh, rubbish. <laughs> you don't no, I have thought, any. I thought... you, don't ha- you didn't. You don't have any. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Rip. you are entirely relying on. Much well, sad. In, in that case, I'll just get a man to do it for me. There we go. So do I need to roll again? You do need to roll again to dress character. <laughs> I'm just gonna now, whilst you're dressing, I'm gonna see if there's any way of seeing if this is a first edition. Mind where your hands go. As well. There is. It's in the very first. Yes, of course. Don't worry. It is kind yeah. of my living. Victor's like, yeah, I just need to jiggle these to make sure they're in the coat properly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a pervert. <laughs> a molester. Come along. Let's get this over with. We're not bloody Americans. Oh, it is. It is? Yeah. Oh, you're such a muppet. <laughs> it is the first <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's printed in all of them from, uh, I think, The Prisoner of Azkaban onwards. Yeah. They actually make a point of printing first edition in them. It used to be a, a 10 in the first and then a 1 in the kind of numeric I've, code. I, I've never read it. I just bought it so that I could show off to a friend that I had it. And then I guessed that Dumbledore died at the end. And then he read the book at midnight and realized I'd spoiled it by accident. <laughs> I completely oh. guessed. I just picked a name. I've never read the Harry Potter books by then. <laughs> Rip. Um... Yeah, I, I yeah, that thing's worth a lot of money. Uh, Alexander failed. No, you didn't. You passed. What? Oh, no, you rolled a seven. Sorry. That was Naveen's bonus die. Yeah. Okay, uh, you all head outside. Uh, you all get dressed up in your undercoats and overcoats and under mittens and over mittens. And uh, you remove Sam's body from... The under uh, mittens, over mittens, polaring free. You use the, the polar survivalists, common are we? I beg your pardon. You said wood Sorry, from the plane. I... Like, like the pl- the wood you were going to take north to build. Yeah, the... Oh, okay. Sorry for a second there. I was like, why are you why are you taking apart my plane? <laughs> no, you loaded a load of wood into the plane to fly north to make a you know why the higher out. Bloody hell! Did we do that? We've got oh whatever. You were going to build a proper pyre and give her a proper funeral. What? Yeah. It's wood. Yeah. There is no wood in the middle of the Arctic Ocean. No. We've got polar survivalists. They could get a street stream success and conjure trees, I'm sure. Conjure trees from the floating ice. Yes. Fucking. <laughs> okay. uh, to be fair, wood. I've got a hatchet and there's trees right around us. Yeah. You already have cut wood. You might okay. as well use yeah. it. It's already dried fair. and ready to go up like a haystack. Victor definitely needs to chop some wood. Victor, you... <laughs> look, if Victor starts lumberjacking, I'm getting the lumberjack picture. 
<laughs> no. Sad at me. I've already got a lumberjack picture as my picture. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. I've got, I've got the lumberjack song stuck in my head now. Craig, exactly. world survival. Oh, Bomb. normal survival. You're building a bonfire. I'm not sure I've even got normal survival. Where did it come under? <laughs> he only survives in polar conditions. <laughs> you can roll polar survival again. Yeah, I'm sure I asked you when I, I, I made this character. And you went, no, it's all one thing. It's fine. And critical fail. <laughs> can, can, can I? Can I? Can I, I, help I do like an education or intelligence check just to be like, hey, just pour oh, a load of alcohol Jesus. on it and set it on fire. Um, you, you need it to be built properly, or else it will fall apart and not burn anything. As the other polar survival person, can I help him? Uh, you can give Craig a bonus die. Come on, Craig. Uh, we just roll a D10 for this, don't we? Just click well, the bonus penalty button. It normally doesn't work for me. They fixed it. All right, okay. It's working for everyone else. Yeah, they just deleted oh. all the characters. There, we, there go. we go. You lucky bastard. Extreme. There is a moment, oh, no. Victor, when you're like, you know what, if we put Sam's body on this, it's just going to collapse, and you quietly, without telling one, adjust some logs. <laughs> Naveen gives you a knowing look. <laughs> as it was her bonus die who helped and you then lay uh, uh, Sam's body atop the pyre you douse the wood in some alcohol and then you use a match to get it going the alcohol takes, the wood starts to burn you all step back as it literally does, the wood goes up really quickly engulfing the pyre and Sam's body in intense flames, like really, really intense flames. Um, can I lean in and catch a light on a cigarette? Oh, I knew you was going <laughs> to You can roll me your dexterity. Uh, I was, my dexterity is really good, so I should be fine. Alexander completely disrespectfully leans in and lights a cigarette off Sam's funeral pyre. Wow. So disrespectful. Uh, Dr. Barrow starts to say some words about how, how Sam will be much missed and was much beloved and he invites her dearest friends in the whole world, Elwood and Victor, to say some words about her. Some words about her. Oh, wow. Time out of the year right there. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Mahatma Gandhi's going to win. <laughs> Sam was our friend. And now she is gone. But that doesn't mean she's not our friend anymore. <laughs> and in our friendship, in a way, she will live on. <laughs> that was very poignant, Victor. Elwood, do you want to say anything? <laughs> Your time oh, shit. How could I follow that up? <laughs> oh. Rest, Sam, free and in the open air as you wished. We will miss you. Roll your pal, Victor. No, not Victor, oh. Elwood. Elwood! That's me. Oh, yeah, because you're Mr. Executor. Yeah, pal. As Elwood finishes speaking, the entire pyre suddenly flashes with bright green flame. Like, it just roars up into the sky. And for just a moment... The Aurora Borealis seems to roll out of the north. Green, red, yellow waves of flame are filling the sky. 
everyone roll sanity. Aww. <sighs> Look at that hard success. We so sane. Oh. Victor, roll me your spot hidden. I'd really Fail. rather not. Fail. I mean, out of everything that's happened in the last 24 oh, no. hours, a funeral pie is the most normal looking thing. Next to a glass of brandy. Oh, oh he's typing, isn't he? I want to oh, add that, that lighting a cigarette like that is not disrespectful in Alex's mind. It's actually a sign of a great deal of respect, but... That's what I figured. It's like saying to your friend, give me a light for the last time. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's like holding out a drink to a fallen friend. I mean, like he might have smoked a piece of Sam, not gonna lie. Oh, probably <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> Certainly did. Oh, I should have got a cigar from the plane. That would have been better. It would have. Definitely would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. It's my last cigar, so it it's... It's my uh, it's special. Not worth Sam. Were you planning to have your last cigar? Clearly not. Dying. It's that funeral. Oh no! Actually, I have a box of cigars. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> you can. Oh, you should have got one and claimed it was your last cigar. I should have definitely it. done that. They're on the plane, though. I feel like I should have should one have, myself. Should have lit the pie with a cigar. There you go, Craig. Um. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So you typoed that, but that's fine. I got what you said. <laughs> what did I typo? The last thing. Oh, did he? You're still whispering to me, Craig. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that's what you meant to say, wasn't it? CM roll? No, no. Cthulhu what was it meant? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was really confused. I was oh, like, right. Well, okay. <laughs> I didn't type out anything. No what were you rolling if you just thought it said GM roll? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just wanted me to do the sand roll that I just had to do oh. just to him. <laughs> Okay, Craig. Um, yeah, that's what you have seen. You are sane and unable to act, but you get no extra secret knowledge. I do not say any of this to anyone. I don't want to cause more sanity checks. <laughs> I'm an anti-Sam of you. Um, <laughs> Dr. Barrow uh, has a bouquet of flowers, which he's produced out of the... Um, his luggage, he obviously bought them up from Anchorage. They're looking a little bit crushed, but they're still pretty good, and he kind of like tosses them onto the fire as his sort of goodbye. Chris, are you doing anything to say goodbye? Uh, I had, yeah, I was thinking of some words, uh, but no. <laughs> okay, Chris is just crying <laughs> quietly. Well, uh, no. Uh, Alexander, pl no. please call your pal. <laughs> 
Oh no. Wait, why is my POW 70? Should it be that high? That's your POW, yeah. Okay. Whatever you set your POW to. <laughs> you Strong. wanted high starting sanity. Strong okay. manly POW. Uh, Carissa's not doing anything, she's just having a cry. Um... Elwood already more rolled his solemn power. stare rather than a cry. She's just oh, solemn. Yeah, Elwood did roll his power. Okay, Victor, are you doing anything? Don't we? Um, 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 <laughs> I <laughs> want to break free. He wants to break free. What is that? Just imagining a lumberjack who Oh, uh, yeah, that will <laughs> not work. Um, I'm gonna just... I'm gonna offer up a prayer that what I saw manages to escape what I also saw and will some strength to it. Roll your pow. Rolling pow. Pow, pow, pow. You can do it. If you're being cute. Sanity. Well, I kind of thought that was going to happen anyway. You lose four sanity. Jesus. Ash, I would have, although it's a little bit weird, that I would not have taken some photographs to, you know. Roll your photography. You've taken some photography of the funeral. Before, do you take some of the green glowing fire? Yes. And the aurora? Yes, all of it. You need to get those in the National Geographic as quickly as possible. Exactly. Uh, mysterious Arctic fire effect caused by the extreme cold, obviously. Um, yes. Uh, Victor is on his knees, sobbing quietly as the fire starts to die down. The aurora borealis seems to almost switch off and roll away, and the pyre turns back to normal flames and burns down, and there's just ash that starts to blow away on the wind. Well, that's ruddy mysterious. I'm just going to... Um, has anyone got a bottle of alcohol out here with them? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you used it to start the fire. Oh, yeah, I'm going to um, I'm going to take some of whatever's left and just... Um, I, um, I hope it's not disrespectful, but... Um... I kind of raise the bottle, take a sip, and then pour the remainder out as if I'm like, as a token gesture. Um, I did not know uh, Miss Harrow by anything other than um, reputation, but um, she deserved better than what fate um, gave her. And I, I hope that by following her wishes as best we can, she finds some peace in whatever comes after. I I just stand up and go, she hasn't, and walk off. <laughs> Are you sad? Rock sanity again. Yeah, Victor is inconsolable and goes up to his room to have a manly, not in public sob. I follow and try and console him in some way. You follow him. You find Victor in your room, 
sitting on a hammock, tears falling through his beard. I put a consoling hand on his shoulder and say, Victor, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Not for Sam, it isn't Elwood. Uh, I saw her. She was she was nearly free of him, and he took her. What on earth do you mean, man? Her soul. It was, it was escaping into the north, just as any Inuit soul would go off to the afterlife, as as a beautiful snow hare. And then I saw Ifakra reach out and grasp her and I, take her. At, at this, I fall down into my chair and also start being very sad. Well, oh, your sanity. Oh, Everyone failed their power. I tried. I tried, Elwood. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Not beard tears. No beard tears. Elwood, you lose one sanity. Okay. That's why yeah, I was asking tit- if Carissa said anything to see if we got an extra power roll. A solitary tear drops down my face. Uh, Alexander oh, heads back in because they're cold. In that blub, single blub, tear blub. is encapsulated all of the grief Elwood feels. It is the yeah. perfect tear. He takes a photo of it. <laughs> I was about to say something. Like that. It's a quick, oh, take, take a picture of me. Yeah, I take a picture of a sad, sad Victor. That's that's what gets you Time Man of the Year. It's that photo. It is. Yeah, yeah that's the one showing a strong man being vulnerable. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. All the women are gonna love that one. To call it something really pretentious like vulnerability. Oh. <laughs> probably not only did you kill me off Russet, but then you've like oh no the soul is eaten look Elwood started the mystic ritual to set you free and everyone had to do something poignant and to get a power check I didn't and- get a chance oh that's why it failed Yeah, I, I didn't realise you had to do poignant <laughs> <laughs> if you were prompted by the GM for do you want to do something moving in an RP the answer is always you should. Unless <laughs> it's completely out of character, in which case, then maybe you shouldn't. I thought he was just politely prompting every player if they wanted to say something at this rather emotional <laughs> It's why I even tried right at the end to just go... Uh, too late. Too late at the end. I did what I could. I couldn't let you, 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 you do it, Sam. And besides, you didn't do anything till the end. Oh, well, then I... <laughs> You'll just have to defeat Athaqua now and set her free that way. Oh, yeah, that's See, great. If her yeah. soul is even not just tattered shreds at that point, scattered through the cosmos after going through the digestion system of a god. <laughs> Fuck, no, he's not eating that. He's keeping them and bending them that's, to his will to be his eternal servant. Stiff up a little, yeah. fellow. What if he gets peckish? Then I'll eat her. Okay, there <laughs> we go, then. Just bits. Like an arm every thousand years. He has less useful servants to devour. So, I assume uh, we're not flying down... up north now. I guess not, says Dr. Bauer, as he joins you in the kitchen. Uh, Naveen and Carissa, have you both gone back inside? Uh... Uh... Victor and Elwood are still upstairs currently. Is it, so... is I, I, I don't yeah. actually go back inside yet. I just sort of stand around the pyre. Just... You're just paying your last respects as it burns down. Yeah, because I mean, I'm lost for words, but like, 
I sort of... At least she's at peace now, Carissa. She's at peace with the world like she wanted to be. Yeah. You feel better. Well, as everyone else has buggered off, I, I sort of just take that moment to just say quietly, out of all these bunch of fucking weirdos, she was the only one that I considered to actually be someone to be a friend. You get one sanity point. Oh, okay. That was what I was holding back on saying in front of everyone else. So I thought, no, not the right time, not the right time. And then I okay, uh, So Carissa is spending a bit more time by the pie. Naveen, where are you going? Um, uh, before I switch back to Alexander and Dr. Bauer, I want to know if you go to the um, kitchen with them or not. No, I don't. I... I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit on the steps up here for a bit and just smoke a cigarette. Okay. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, um, Doctor Bowers oh, like. Yeah. I guess we need to maybe take a couple of days, get some workmen in to fix Carissa's window, and um, resume the expedition in Samantha's memory. We must capture and kill the Yeeg. Most certainly. I mean. Why? Why are we waiting days? We're we're pretty much ready to go. I thought. Yes, Alexander, but everyone's just been to the funeral of their friend. I think we should at least give them a day. You saw how emotional Victor and Elwood were. You shouldn't be driving a dog sledge right now. He'll get all like frozen beard syndrome or something. You haven't dealt with much death, have you? No. Doesn't normally come up on these expeditions. The idea of dealing with death is to keep busy. Just bury all that grief deep down inside you. Keep yourself busy. That is incredibly unhealthy. What are you, what are you talking about? No, 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 it's unhealthy. You need to let the grief out. The human body must grieve so it can move on. If you bury it deep down inside of you, you're just going to tear yourself apart. Well, Medical that's... science, woman. Man. Woman, is, <laughs> is this a good time for Carissa to appear in the kitchen? Uh, not yet. Okay, she's outside not, the kitchen. Not much then. of a military man, are you? No, no, I'm not. I'm an academic. I'm a 45-year-old academic, Alexander. Well, uh... Clearly, the military's been teaching you all the wrong things. Uh, I'm not the one who's, uh, you know moping around and... Well, no, he holds his arms out to you. Let it out, Alexander. <laughs> your friend too. Let it out. Don't bury it deep, man. Just give in and cry. Um, no. <laughs> I, I, I knew her for a grand total of three or four days. Uh, my co-pilot I knew for, for months and uh, he got torn to shreds in some... Uh, in uh, in some flack, you know, you can't stiff up a lip and all that. You just just carry on. He places a hand on your shoulder. Let it out, man. Don't hold back the grief anymore. And at this point, Carissa walks in. So, are we going to have a wake? Drown our sorrows and... I don't think you need any more alcohol, Carissa. Fucking alky. <laughs> feel like no. you've drowned enough, my dear. Alcoholics go to meetings. She's just... 
Fine, I'm going to declare this the Alcoholics and Repressed Grief Anonymous Party. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a good old-fashioned way. my grief. Uh, <laughs> on the other end of the house, the wailing of Victor. Uh, Alexander <laughs> takes out another cigarette, only to realise that it doesn't have his matches on him. Um, Dr. Barrow gets a splint from the fire and lights your cigarette with that. Ah, thank you. I would I would suggest we don't drink too much tonight, though, and maybe keep the guns handy, just in case that didn't work. Oh, that's a good point. That might not have worked. I mean, not we do still the... have, like, a whole day. I mean, it's, like, six in the morning. Seven in the well, morning? Well, okay. We'll all take the rest of the day for our own time, and tomorrow we will resume the expedition. How does that sound? Board the windows. I don't think we need to board up the window. Well, we do need to get someone in from the town to fix your window, Chris, so I'll make a phone call. Board all of the windows. <laughs> we could just shut the shutters, my dear. Board the shutters. If you want to be safe, Chris, you could always spend a night in the uh, storm cellar. It's probably the safest place in this building. Was that where we kept Sam? Yes. yes. Board the windows. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Chris, it'll be fine. I'm sure the weird hokey ritual we threw together to remember Sam's body will have worked. Yes, anyway, and Alexander kind of just starts to kind of head out in, in a slight huff, kind of mumbling to himself. Bloody Christ, who's done with a job, be professional about things. Well, <laughs> Sudden, suddenly <laughs> Alex has turned to Muttley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll take your medals away. You going upstairs, Alex? Um, yeah, Alexander's going to go and get uh, his well, matches listen, back. As you, okay, as you approach Elwood and Victor's doors. When we're rolling? Listen. Listen. Yeah. Okay. The gentle sobbing of men. <laughs> gentle wailing of men. You don't hear anything. You just barge on in, or do you knock? Uh, I, uh... I knock, but I also... I, like, knock and push the door open, if that makes sense. Ah, the yeah. knock enter. It's, it's less of a... Yeah, knock enter. And enter. <laughs> it's less of a polite knock and more of a... Knocker? Hello, I'm here. <laughs> Hello, I'm here and I'm coming in. Yes, it's a courtesy basically. knock. Courtesy knock. Here I come to save the day. Alex. Okay, you walk in on Victor and Elwood, who are both clearly in the throes of grief. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Or they're setting up for the perfect tear photos. I'm not sure. Yeah. (laughs) Try crying a bit more, Victor. And uh, uh, Elwood doing a selfie with a 1920s camera. <laughs> um, oh, I've invented the selfie stick in the 1920s. Perfect. So, so well, have we even noticed him enter, or are we you, too you, in our grief? You notice him enter. Um, oh, um, oh, oh, um, Alexander. Hello, Alex. Yes. Hello. Well, cigarette. Oh, I, yes. Sorry, your matches. <laughs> I hand them back over. Take take some matches, but still offers the pack towards you two. I take one. Uh, I've never actually smoked. What is it like? 
spoken. <laughs> I have not spoken. I have not spoken before. <laughs> Does it help? Yes. Sure, yes, why does. not? And, uh... I take a cigarette. <laughs> oh gosh, if you've never smoked before, uh, Constitution. Um... <laughs> Instant <laughs> lung cancer. <laughs> oh. oh my god, it burns! Victor oh. does everything oh. wrong. Do this. He inhales the smoke into his lungs, he has a coughing fit, he winds up, you know, completely and utterly hacking and he But it stops me crying because it's hard to cry <laughs> while you're coughing. <laughs> it's hard to cry whilst your lungs feel like they're burning. Give it a go, Craig. I want to hear what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just end um, up with the hiccups. Yeah, yeah. For ten uh, years. <laughs> uh, Elwood roll photography. <laughs> there's no cruel. way. There's no way you wouldn't get a shot of that. Well, just about. <laughs> Secretly, whilst looking concerned, you're like just pressing the chat button. <laughs> I um, I give uh, I give um, Victor a healthy pat on the back. Um. And uh, rummage into my pocket and offer uh, like my hip flask towards him. Or a fisherman's friend. Um, I was half expecting your word as original for some reason. I, I take a really heavy swig from your hip flask. It's expensive brandy. I don't care if it's Oh, no, 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 I know. I'm just saying. Have some, have, <laughs> have, have some you, expensive you brandy. Glug back the expensive brandy. Oh, After man. your cigarette wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. That <laughs> was wonderful. I don't think I'll try that again. Not for me. Thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's your stories. Uh, that's your Samuel voice, clearly, Craig. No, no, I'm not speaking in that rasp for the, <laughs> however fucking long sons lasts. Well, Samuel Jenkins. Stopped you crying at least. Yes, yes, it um, it did. Jolly good. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> oh, you're most welcome. <laughs> he gives you his most dashing smile, and where are you, you you heading off now, Alex? Very pretty smile, Alex. Wonderful. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You think Victor might be flirting with you? You're not sure. Um, <laughs> kind of uh, gives gives Victor a kind I of... I sit down and put my head in my hands before <laughs> I even see what look you give me. Okay, okay. <laughs> I will leave you. Leave you to your blubbering. I do not say that in character. <laughs> um, yeah, you uh, don't want to gather Victor into your arms, Alexander, and like <laughs> teach him the secrets of love to help him get over his grief. No, oh, dear. I feel like Alex trying to take Victor into his arms would be the most awkward scene ever. <laughs> it would be like <laughs> how, to, how tall is Alexander again? Five feet one inch. <laughs> how tall am I exactly? Like, You're so like nearly good. seven. Oh yeah, <laughs> size eighty-five. Alexander's a, a pilot. Pilots are small. <laughs> Meanwhile, downstairs, away from the secret romance cupboard, <laughs> I was going to say jo- jockeys are small. Pilots 
I mean, only Tom Cruise is that small. Actually, small. Um, Elwood, are you doing anything? Alexander, you're leaving? Uh, yeah, Alexander's just leaving, mumbling again to themselves about professionalism and getting on with the job and then just kind of heading back into their room, I guess. Okay, Elwood, what are you doing? Are you just going to stay here with Victor for now? Yeah, I'm just going to kick back on the hammock and just try and take a few hours. Okay, meanwhile, Naveen, what are you doing? You were having a cigarette on the steps <clears throat> last time we saw you. I had a cigarette outside on the steps, and then I've come in, and I'm looking... Is there a telephone that I've noticed? Uh, there is a telephone. It's in the front hallway. Dr. Barrow is currently using it. Oh. Okay. Actually, it's not in the front hallway. It's, uh... It's back here in the study. Is he currently using it? Uh, he sounds like he's talking to some workmen because there's a broken window upstairs. But he, as you come in, he sort of like rings off. Ah, um, Naveen, sorry, I've just rung the village. The uh, caretaker is going to send someone up here to fix that window that blew open during last night's storm. Ah, um, <coughs> he means the, the, the one that um, our, our late night guest uh, entered, please. Yes, I figured it would be better not to mention some sort of zombie horror called into the house and blame um, it on the wind. From my experience, the locals are somewhat uh, superstitious. That might be the best. Yeah, the best yeah. I think no matter where you are in the world, bringing up the workmen and being like, come and fix the zombie damage isn't going to go down very well. I yeah, I can think of very few places where that would um get any sort of uh, positive response. Uh, Maybe some small places in Mississippi. I yes, I've I've heard strange things. Um, I have relatives down there, I believe. Uh, anyway, do you mind if I use the telephone briefly? No, no, I'm going to go and go over my expedition notes in the library. Buffet. I'm just going to ring a contact of mine in the in the town and arrange um. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to check in with... Um... Yes, of course, Naveen. I need to um, kind of think about what we do next. Well, um, I will happily go and talk things through with you later, but... Um, I'll be in the library then. Of course. Um, and I'm going to go to the telephone. Who do you call? The Ghostbusters? I'm first of all going to check um, the door, and I'm going to make sure that he's gone. He has indeed gone. I'm going to lock... Has the door got a lock? It does have a lock. I'm going to lock the door. And then I'm going to go to the phone, and I'm going to ring... Um, I'm actually going to ring in a report um, of what has occurred um, and suggest that the goings-on that I was asked to look into appear to be connected to the group um, that I've taken up with um, and that I will report in again um, on what new plans arise given what's taken place. Okay, your Signs off with Hail Hydra. <laughs> your contact takes your report, tells you to stay with them and they will continue to monitor based on your reports. But for now you are to watch and learn and be helpful. I hang up the phone, I unlock the door, and I go head to the library to talk with Dr. Bauer about what we do next. Carissa, what are you doing? Um, well, having suggested awake, um, and, uh, having been left in the kitchen to my own devices... Um, I make good use of all the access to the doctor's <laughs> alcohol. Oh my I... god! 
I I I uh, start arranging a series of of bottles on the side. Um, I also raid mm. the pantry and and make presumably a selection of small pastries as a food accompaniment to Show the me your intelligence. Surely it'd be craft cooking. Do or I just craft- get a natural boost because I'm a woman? No. I Do mean, you have craft cooking? Wow. I don't know. I've got Deliveroo. Um, <laughs> I mean, there is a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, can you send someone around? Uh, no. Um, what's my craft? What? what? Craft? If, if it's not there, then roll your intelligence. Oh, God. Uh, intelligence. Ah, oh, there it is. A series of really nice little pastries. Uh, You even you find a side of beef and you cook that and you slice it up into really thin slices and fold each slice into a Yorkshire pudding with a dollop of mustard. That's right, people. It's a piss up and a buffet. Okay, um, and we'll round up there for the evening as uh, Carissa is putting on a preparing a lovely wake and nibbles. Victor and Elwood are getting ready to come back out of their room. Alexander is being grumpy in his room. And Naveen is with Dr. Barrow alone in the library. Oh, did did the doctor bring any caviar? He did not. I was going to say, otherwise I raid his collection of caviar and put it on the table as well. 